Good evening and welcome to Reflective Faith Podcasting. I'm so excited to be with you and be with you this evening. It's been a few days since we've been together. Just so excited for us to be together. So let's go to the Lord in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this day, dear God. Thank you for everything you've blessed us with. We thank you for this time to get together. We thank you for the word that we're about to receive. I pray that you'll just allow this word to touch our lives so that we can grow closer to you. Be with all that's going to be out in the rain this weekend. Keep them safe if they're traveling. Watch over and protect everyone in your precious holy name. Amen. All right. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We are going to be, this is again, Reflective Faith, and I'm your host, Faith. And we are going to be focusing in 2 Timothy today. We're going to be talking about our spirit and our gifts that God has given us. You know, God hasn't given us, um, He's given us talents, He's given us different things that we can do to utilize and to serve Him. Some of those talents may be singing in the choir, some of those talents may be writing, some of those talents may be serving others, some of those talents may be significant prayer. Um, But we've all been given a talent to use in the ministry for the Lord. And we're going to be looking in 2 Timothy today because um, it's it's a letter written to Timothy from Paul. And this is right before Paul's, um, before he is sentenced to die. And this is a letter that he's writing because Timothy's kind of like his protege. And he knows and he recognized when Timothy came and started with his services there at the church of Ephesus. And, you know, he was ministering. Paul was real quick to recognize that God had gifted him with a talent in teaching about Christ. And he came from a good Christian family. It talks here in 2 Timothy about, um, if you look there, chapter 1, verse 5, I'm reminded of your sincere faith, a faith that dwelt first with your grandmother Lois and then your mother Eunice, and now I'm sure dwells within you as well. You know, that demonstrated to Paul that he had came from strong faith, strong background, and evidently some of the teaching that Paul had witnessed Timothy do was demonstrated in a way that he recognized that God was lifting him up as a leader, as a teacher. And so if you look on, we're going to focus on verses 6 and 7 there in chapter 1. And it says, For this reason I am reminded to you, excuse me, let me start back over. Second Timothy chapter 1. 6 and 7. For this reason, I remind you to fan into flame the gift of God, which is in you through the laying of my hands. For God gave us a spirit, not of fear, but of power and love and self-control. So we're going to look at, you know, first let's talk about for this reason, I remind you. You know, verse 5 was just saying, I am reminded of your sincere faith. And your sincere faith started back with your grandmother and your mother, and, and you've lived this life, and I'm witnessing you as, as you're growing as a lad, and, and you're growing as a teacher, you're growing as a minister in Christ. 
I'm witnessing this, and I want to remind you, fan your talent, fan your flame. How often has it been that we've got involved or we've got stuck or, or, okay, we get started in ministry or we get started in an area that we feel like we can best serve the Lord and we're going along and we're going along and, you know, for the first little bit, it's great. But then you start getting in a rut and you, it's like you're not seeing any progress or you're not seeing any movement or you're not seeing the, you know, fruit from your efforts of serving the Lord and, and you're thinking, Am I, am, am I really using my gifts? Am I, you know, and you kind of get into a routine or you kind of get lackadaisical with your talent. Oh, well, I'm a talented singer. I can sing anytime I want. Well, not necessarily true. You know, God didn't give us talents to just sit up on a shelf and get dusty. God gave us talents to use for him and to build his kingdom you have to remember that god is not a four wall mindset god he is a kingdom god and it is much larger than any four wall church could ever establish that is why god established his kingdom and because of that kingdom mindset if he grants us with a talent to be utilized by our faith and trusting okay God's given me a talent to teach. He showed that talent to me early on. I started my teaching career as a Sunday school teacher. And he really, I, I almost kind of laugh about it now. It felt like he threw me to the wolves because the sun, very Sunday, here I was, early 20s. And the very Sunday school class that he wanted me to teach were like 50 and 60 year old ladies. And I'm sitting here thinking, these women are more solid in their faith and in their knowledge of the Bible than I am at 20 years old. What could I possibly teach these women? And I was so blessed by their encouragement and their participation in my class and their wisdom and everything that they granted me because now... 43 looking back 20 years ago he gave me that class of those wonderful ladies to encourage me to encourage my gift to build up my gift so that at one day I would be able to use my talent not just for those ladies but for several different audiences several different people um, I ventured on to so I moved from teaching the ladies Sunday school class that I started picking up youth on Wednesday nights and then I was just a helper and I moved into the full youth leader and I did that for a few years and all the while I went back to school and got my teaching degree and teaching middle school students, elementary students, secondary students for 15 years. Then I went back and I'm working on my PhD and I'm interacting and teaching college students now and 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 now I'm on a podcast and who knows what age group I'm teaching um, but I have been through different levels and, and different things to teach me different skills and fan that flame of talent that God gave me was to teach and if you look 
and, and I've read in some of my commentaries here, it says that um, the gift to Timothy, this was a gift that, you know, is thought to be given, you know, some people can be preachers, some people can be evangelistic, some people can be, you know, uh, teaching, you know, we can't let our talents fall into disuse. Um, Paul might have done, you know, where it's talking about laying on his hands, that may have been just an act of conferring Timothy's talent. And, and I believe that those ladies in that very first Sunday school class that I taught, and if any of you ladies are listening, um, you know, let me know that you heard this message, but it was the encouragement of these ladies. It was the wisdom that they gave me. I would ask questions and, and they would input and it would give greater knowledge to my understanding of the scriptures, you know, and sometimes really, I, and I've talked to my pastor about this, sometimes when you're teaching the Bible and you're teaching scripture, maybe it's not so much for the people you're teaching, but it's more about, it's for you. And that, that's one of the reasons that I'm, I'm so excited that we're doing this together. You've got your Bible out. You're, you're digging into the Word together with me that we can study. What does this mean? What is God trying to tell me? What is He trying to show me? And, and I can, you know, give some to you. Um, the expression can also refer to an extraordinary spiritual endowment which was received or enhanced at some point of Timothy's conversion. Now, again, we may have a spiritual enhancement. We may have a spiritual gift of some sort. We may have the talent of teaching or preaching or singing or praying or writing or, you know, just sitting with people in hard times, maybe visiting people at, that are in the nursing homes, giving people hope, giving people just a happy, friendly face. Maybe that's your talent. The point is, is Paul is telling Timothy, whatever your talent is, it's important that you remember you've got to fan that talent. You've got to use that talent. You've got to keep, you know, how many of you have ever had a small fire and as the big flames at first, it's all big and bristling and at, over time it starts to dwindle and dwindle and dwindle. Well, to get that flame back up going, you got to stir the fire. you got to stir the pot. And it's not necessarily Paul is saying stir the Holy Spirit within you. He's saying you, you've got to keep using that talent for the Lord. You've got to keep, you know, honing it and perfecting it and working it in a way that it is pleasing and honorable to the Lord because that's the purpose of the gift or the talent given to you. And so often, you know, we forget to use our talents for the Lord. You know, I started out this podcast wanting to do a podcast every day. I was so excited, so on fire. fire. And I'll be honest, my life has gotten busy and different things have come up and that's where the enemy comes in. That's where it gets so easy to postpone or put something to the side or put it on the back burner. Oh, well, this came up in my life. Well, you know, 
The devil knows you just as well as God knows you because the devil's read the book that God wrote about you that we talked about in Psalms 139 when all your pages have already been written, all your days have already been written. The devil already knows all of that. So the devil knows your weaknesses as well. So the devil knows I can distract them with this. I can distract them with that. I can get them off balance, maybe make them sick. Maybe you're a wonderful singer and, you, you know, it seems like every time they ask you at church, you got a sore throat. And, well, let, let's make them sick so they'll stop singing. And, and, and then, because this is the key, guys, if we stop using our talents for the Lord, the Lord will take them away. What What's the use to have a talent or have a gift that's sitting up on the shelf getting dusty? It's not... It's not enlarging the kingdom of God. It's not honoring Him. It's not praising Him. It's not glorifying Him. So why would He waste it sitting up on a shelf? He's going to take it. He's going to give it to somebody else that's going to use it. So now let's move on to the next verse, verse 7. And this has been a huge verse for me this year. I've actually used this verse in some faculty meetings. I've used this verse in some devotionals. I've used this verse with myself several times. I don't know how many times I've had to reread this verse myself because when you go and you get ready to start something new and so forth. So here's Timothy. He, he's not using his talent to the best and fullest of his ability. Paul says, I remember your faith and know your faith has come from deep within your family, your grandmother, your mother, and now in you, let me remind you, you got to nurture that gift. You've got to fan that fire. You've got to use it. You can't just set it up. You can't be afraid of what's going on around you. You can't be afraid. Now, during this time, there was great persecution coming from Nero, and Paul's saying, you can't be afraid of the persecution you might get. Also, at the church of Ephesus, there had been a group of leaders in the church of Ephesus that didn't want to listen to Timothy's teaching. So Paul was saying, let me remind you, you've got to hone that talent. You've got to use that talent for the Lord. And as you're using that talent, you've got to remember that God gave us a spirit not of fear. It didn't say God gave us a spirit of fear. He gave us a spirit not of fear. And you have to remember, back in Philippians 4.13, we talked about God's provision. It says, God gave us not a spirit of fear, but of power. God has already given you your ultimate provision of power and strength to make it through any obstacles that you could possibly have in your life because you have the Holy Spirit dwelling within you. You've just got to trust Him and rely on your faith on Him to get you through whatever circumstances that you're going through. Um, it says here, it says, Timothy was extorted, exhorted to take his share of the sufferings. Uh, let's see, hold on. Wrong verse. Let me look, look, look. Okay. It says, finally, God, let's see, unlimited strength is at our disposal 
Throughout the enabling of the Holy Spirit, the believer can serve valiantly, endure patiently, suffer triumphantly, and if need be, die gloriously. Because we've got all of the power at our ultimate disposal through the Holy Spirit. But then God has also given us the spirit of love. And you have to remember, it is our love for humanity, our love for God himself that cast away the fear. So if you focus on your love for God, the fear of being persecuted, the fear of other things happening to you, the fear of being rejected, the fear of not knowing if you're being fruitful or not, will depart from you because you're focused on your love for God. And then it says, if we, it is our love for God that casts out our fear and makes us willing to give ourselves for Christ, whatever the cost may be, it is our love for our fellow man that makes us willing to endure all kinds of persecutions and repay them with kindness. Now, are you taking your talent, your gift, your skill that you've been blessed with by the Lord, and are you using it to the very best of your ability to serve and honor God? And if you are, are you doing it in a spirit of not fear, but power and love for God? And then finally it says in that, that he also gave us a spirit of sound mind or disciplined. The word sound mind does not, you know, completely convey just that thought. Um, it may suggest that like Christians can't have nervous breakdowns or Christians can't have mental disorders. Well, sometimes those things are genetic and, and linked something that is physical and completely not even attached to something spiritual. Um, so what he's talking about here is the te this verse's teaching is that God has given us a spirit of self-control or self-mastery and that we shouldn't really, we need to act and use our discretion. When do we talk about something? When do we not talk about something? You know, what information do we share? What information do we not share? Using our discretion. Knowing how to, know how matter our circumstances and how adverse they are, not to act rashly. Stop and think about it. I, my husband tells me that all the time. That's, this is, this is the part of the verse that I'm really working on myself because, and I can tell over the year, this past year, and I think that's why God has brought me back to this verse so many times this year. Because over the past year, I have needed to not act rashly. I have needed to be self-controlled. I have needed to, you know, not jump into something hastily or, you know, foolishly. I've needed to trust God. I've needed to trust my faith. I've needed to take a moment and pray. I've needed to take a moment and discern how do I react in this situation. And I'm not going to lie to you. It's been hard. But these are lessons that we all have to learn. 
But it goes back to the second part of the verse that even though this has been hard for me, I know that God has given me a power or given me a spirit of power that I can become a person that is not rash, that is not haste, does not do things in haste, does not do things foolishly. But it, it takes time. It's not something that can be done overnight. And, and that's where I'm working on myself. So to sum up the lessons tonight is I want you to think about what talents, what skills, what gifts have you been given? Then my next question for you to think about is, are you fanning that flame? Are you using those talents, skills, gifts to the very best of your ability to honor God because you love him? Not to please your pastor or your choir director or your husband or wife or your mom or your dad. Are you doing it because you love the Lord? And then the third question that I want you to think about is, do you understand that fear is the enemy and that if you focus your love on God, do you realize how much power you have through the Holy Spirit of what you could overcome just through your love and faith in God? And with that, dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for this word. I know it's not been much, but it's been enough that we can examine it and just examine our hearts, examine our situations, examine our talents and gifts and, and decide, are we using them to serve you? Are we using them to glorify you? Are we using them because we love you? And are we doing it to our very best ability? And do we understand that fear is a liar and we have your power living within us to overcome any obstacle? Dear Heavenly Father, be with our listeners. Help this word touch their hearts. Help them lean closer to you, to Lord. And thank you for all you're doing. In your precious holy name, amen. If you've liked this podcast, I encourage you greatly, share it with a neighbor, share it with a friend. Maybe your gift is the ability to share God's message with others. And are you doing it in a way that is glorifying and pleasing to Him? If you do like it, I pray pray and ask that you subscribe and share it and I hope to get another episode in uh, this weekend sorry it's falling a little bit behind I'm going to try to get not let the devil get me distracted and, and get back focused on getting these more a little bit more regularly and I hope you have a wonderful memorial weekend God bless until next time gang see you then